You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic holistic physician, best-selling author, international speaker, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. It's an ongoing theme here on Wellness for Life that our expert guests become experts due to a personal experience or some form of trauma. A lot of you already know, for me, I became a natural allergy expert to help my son survive from severe anaphylactic reactions. Now, for my next guest, it was her own personal health challenges that drove her to search for deeper answers in the medical field. Let's welcome Dr. Taz Bhatia, a board-certified integrative and Ayurvedic medicine expert who also specializes in nutrition, pediatrics, and women's health. Thanks so much for being here, Dr. Taz. So what exactly was your experience during the, the earlier years of medical school that changed your course? Yeah, I mean, I had an interesting uh, journey. I never intended to do integrative medicine. I mean, I was an emergency room doctor. I was a pediatrician. I mean, that's kind of where my energy was focused. And I love those specialties, honestly. But um, I was really getting sick, and I didn't realize it. And over the years, of, I think between medical school, when I graduated at 25, I finished residency at 28, started my first job that same year. Um, you know, it was just getting sicker and sicker. I had a lot of hormone issues. I was losing hair. I had a lot of acne, just out of balance. And I still didn't really realize, I mean, I don't think we're so busy as physicians. I don't think I really understood what was happening until I came back home to work. And, you know, my family started commenting on the fact that, you know, something was wrong. I didn't look quite right. You know, they, they didn't feel like my health was in the right place. So I started seeing doctors and I went to tons of different doctors, the best in the region and flew to see doctors even and just couldn't get the right answers and finally started, you know, some of their recommendations and started a medication, one of which had really bad side effects and, you know, caused me to drop my blood pressure really low and which caused an accident. It was just, it was just a nightmare. It was about a year and a half to two year nightmare of trying to figure out what was going on with me. So finally I got frustrated and I just started studying everything I could get my hands on and that's what really opened me up other systems of medicine. Otherwise, I would not have known. I didn't even know these things existed. I mean, I'd heard about them, but I didn't realize how profound or how deep they all were. So I studied nutrition first, and then I studied Chinese medicine. I studied Ayurvedic medicine. And I finally did the fellowship in integrative medicine with Dr. Weil out in Arizona. And that sort of gave me the confidence to put all these pieces I had together, you know, to really create something that might, might turn into a tool to help others. And so we started with really small expectations and I thought I, you know, started in a really tiny space and thought I would see patients just a few days a week. And obviously my experience was not unique to me. I think there are millions of patients around the world who have the exact same experience. And, and for them, you know, our practice, you know, just the growth has sort of demonstrated that hunger or that need that I think everybody feels right now. So, I mean, I, you know, this is so common, just like what you went through, the amount of stress that you went through. I mean, going through medical school is very, very difficult. People don't realize how difficult it is. You know, I went through chiropractic school and it's, and it's just as difficult. And, and but so what happened, obviously, was that your body was breaking down in various ways due to the stresses, maybe lack of nutrition and all that. And the fact that you mm-hmm. got yourself out of it through learning and and uh, started realizing that you know what this is the type of medicine that a lot of uh, you know the general public don't even know about 
still it's still a very small area but that's why i'm here on you know this radio show bringing people like you on so that we can share more that there's a lot more you can do out there rather than go for the drugs and things that could cause some damage right Right, and you know, a big part of my story, and that goes back to why food is such an important platform for me, I mean, a big part of my story was nutrition. I mean, you know, hey, we all do things that are stressful, right? I mean, life is stressful, having children is stressful, you know, juggling work and career is stressful, retiring is stressful. There's a lot in life that is stressful. So while medical school is tough and flip-flopping, you know, my sleep schedule and, you know, being on call constantly and all of that stuff was physically rigorous and demanding, I'm not trying to deny that. But if I had had the nutrition in place and if I had had the tools in place prior to going down that road, then I would have handled all that stress in a much better way and my body would have handled all that stress. So at the end of that road, you know, one of the big learning curves for me was that gluten was not my friend. I mean, I was gluten intolerant. It was affecting my thyroid. That in turn was affecting everything else. So, you know, food is medicine. It is amazingly powerful. And when we ignore just the power of micronutrients and food, and how that can shift our health, then we're sort of chasing our tail a lot because you can take a million medications. You can also take a million supplements, but it's not going to give you the answer until you get that food piece right. And that's what all these alternative systems of medicine, whether you're looking at Ayurveda or Chinese medicine, even homeopathy to a certain extent, you know, they all are common in that belief that that, that's really the core, that's really the central concept to prevent you from getting sicker as you hit stressful occasion after stressful occasion. Now, if you're already there and you have a disease, while well, our conventional medicine system, yes, has, has a role there. I mean, they can step in and, and do things that are short-term and maybe acute, you know, help you more acutely, but they still never really solve the long-term problem. So that's why merging the two is so powerful because you can, yes, give people short-term relief, but then you can also provide them with long-term solutions. That's great. You know, I, I more and more, you, know, you talk about food being medicine. I talk, we talk a lot here on Wellness for Life about nutrigenomics and, and epigenetics and how, uh, you know, the food that you put into your body can either turn on those great genes so that you can live longer free of disease and inflammation and pain, but they can also turn on the bad ones, right? The whole idea is to use food so that you can turn on the good ones and turn off the bad ones. So can you talk a little bit about that, what you do uh, at your practice called Center Spring, uh, right? Center Spring Practice, is that right? Uh, yeah, it's Center Spring MD, um, and the website is centerspringmd.com. But yes, at the practice, we are focused on trying to get to the root of each individual person. So we take that old concept of each person is unique, they're an individual, you know, how do we find their main issues? And then we merge it with conventional medicine to use labs and technology and all, all kinds of other tools and, and gadgets to get the data that we might need to prove that theory. So, for example, in Ayurvedic medicine, I might be thinking that you're a particular dosha or I might put on my Chinese medicine hat and think that you're a particular, you know, meridian deficiency. But then the lab work, the technology, all this other stuff justifies, you know, some of what's going on in my head. And we're able to merge all of that together into a really nice treatment plan where our patients get results, you know. And so when it comes to food, what we found is that if you take these older systems of medicine and their way of diagnosing and you merge it with the lab work today that can test your genetic markers, you will be able to find the right diet for people and you'll be able to individualize those diets. And what I explain to people over and over again is that, you know, just like you just said, your genes are turned on and off. There's no that I 
I inherited this gene, therefore I'm going to get this disease. That's not true. That gene has to be turned on, and it's absolutely turned on or off by the foods you eat, which, you know, are unique to each of us. You know, I have a chronic iron issue and B vitamin issue. I have to stay on top of it all the time. Somebody else may have a problem with magnesium fats or amino acids. So it's like understanding this chemistry is so important and understanding then the bigger connection of how our chemistry affects us emotionally and vice versa is an an equally important part of the conversation that gets missed in the routine doctor's visit usually. Right, right. I, I do a great deal of analysis of methylation pathways and yes, methylgenetic, yeah. you know, so I, I look at that and it's fascinating how it's so connected to so much of, you know, what the, the person's going through, you know, and yes, we've got to look at the nutrition, as you say, and, and what we're doing to our environment and how it affects our body. But that genetic factor often is that missing link, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, you have to you have to put all the pieces together. I will say we look a lot at methylation, too, in the practice, and we spend a lot of time on MTHFR and identifying gene markers. But even methylation, I mean, it's important to know it, but it's not the whole story. I, mean, I feel like That's it's a right. piece of the puzzle. It's not the entire puzzle. So it's really taking... It's really shifting our education, honestly, as medical providers, where we understand how to put these pieces together. And then the art of medicine, I think, moving forward is going to be, okay, here's the information and here's the knowledge. But how do you apply this knowledge to each person sitting in front of you? Like right now, medicine's been reduced to kind of like an assembly line. You've got this, you take this, you've got this, you take this. And that's not, there's no art to that. There's no magic to that. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Tess. Thanks so much for being here. Her practice is at centerspringmd.com. Really happy that you are here. Thanks so much. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies for ultimate health and wellness right here on Radio MD. Until next time, stay well. Stay well.